This is an SBS audio podcast. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. Hi there. G'day, and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or you're planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudiana Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today we will explore what you need to do if you get a fine. Many people in Australia are unaware of the serious consequences of ignoring a penalty or infringement notice. From added fees to having your driver's license suspended or even your personal property seized, ramifications can be significant. In contrast, acting early and reaching out for help if needed will save you unnecessary problems and costs. Fine is actually a criminal offence and so if you pay it off it doesn't go on your record but if you elect to deal with that in court and it's upheld then that forms part of your criminal record. People don't actually realise that. Let's get started. A fine, also known as a penalty or infringement notice, is a punishment for breaking the law. Fines can be issued for a range of offenses which differ across states and territories. Traffic, parking, and transport-related offenses are the most common infringements that attract fines. But University of Wollongong Professor of Law Julia Quilter says there are many others. If you don't, for instance, turn up to jury duty, you can be fined for not doing that. Or if you don't vote at one of the compulsory elections in Australia, I mean, you can be fined for swearing in public. So it's known as offensive language. And now typically the offence is dealt with by way of a fine. You can be fined for dumping rubbish somewhere, for smoking in a place where you're not allowed to smoke. Different government agencies enforce and manage fines, depending on where you live in Australia and the type of offence. The enforcement process may also differ. Typically, after an infringement notice is issued, the individual has the option to pay the fine or dispute it by seeking a review from the relevant agency or by contesting it in court. But Dr. Quilter says most people should consider their situation carefully before deciding to go to court fine is actually a criminal offence. And so if you pay it off, it doesn't go on your record. But if you elect to deal with that in court and it's upheld, then that forms part of your criminal record. People don't actually realise that. So sometimes people think, oh, it's outrageous that I've been issued this fine. I'm going to contest this in court. But most of the offences for which fines are issued are very hard to argue against. 
Kirsty Harrison is a work development order solicitor at Legal Aid New South Wales and a specialist in fines. She says having a fine matter dealt with in court can also lead to additional costs and more severe penalties. People should get legal advice before they court elect. There are strict time limits that apply, so don't delay. People who are on visas should certainly get legal advice before they court elect because if they're not successful in court, a conviction can be imposed and that conviction may breach the behavioural conditions of their visa. Unpaid fines do not expire and may incur late fees, which will increase over time. The government agency responsible for collecting fines in your state or territory can offer options to repay your fine in installments. In New South Wales, for example, individuals can apply to Revenue New South Wales for a payment plan, or they might be eligible for other options to pay off their fine. Ms. Harrison explains. There are a number of alternative kind of resolution options, like payment arrangements, like work and development orders, like write-off applications. There are a number of ways that people can get help. So I guess a key message is don't ignore the fine or don't ignore your fines. Either contact your local community legal centre or law access if you're in New South Wales and ask for some help. While penalties for unpaid fines may differ across jurisdictions, enforcement actions typically include things like seizing of property or deducting money from your bank account. Craig Howard is the Acting Deputy Secretary of Fines Victoria, the government body tasked with administering and enforcing infringement and court fines across that state. He outlines some of the consequences a fine defaulter may face. So if you fail to pay the fine, fees will be added. Those fees will depend upon the nature of the underlying fine, so they differ, but it does mean you now have to pay more. In addition to that, enforcement action can be taken against a person. Enforcement action includes a range of things, such as the sheriffs can wheel clamp your car. Alternatively, the Director of Fines Victoria can ask the Transport Authority to suspend your registration until you pay the fine or to suspend your driver's licence. Driver's license suspension or cancellation are some of the most common ways that fines are enforced. But Ms. Harrison says many people are unaware agencies can use this method to prod compliance, even when the fines were issued for non-driving related offences. A common misconception around fines in New South Wales is that if you don't pay your fines and your fines go into enforcement, revenue has powers to impose sanctions upon you like driver license sanctions or garnishing your bank account. That can happen for all types of fines. So you could be fined for not voting and then not pay that fine and then have your license suspended even though you were fined for an offence that's not related to driving. The impact of unpaid fines is particularly significant for young people as they might not be able to apply for a learner's permit or undertake driving courses. Ramifications can even extend to a young person's family, as Dr. Quilter explains. 
In Australia, the fine system is such that anybody can pay off somebody else's penalty notice. For instance, in relation to young people, it may be that a parent takes on the responsibility of paying that fine for the young person. Now, of course, this has real hardship effects where the young person doesn't live in a situation where a fine can be simply paid off by a parent, whereas for a better off family, that may well be something that they're prepared to do. So it does have disproportionate effects. Time is critical when you're dealing with a fine. Mr. Howard says in Victoria, it's important to act quickly to amend an incorrect fine against you. When you receive, for example, a traffic camera fine, if you are not the driver on the day in which the offence took place and you wish to nominate a driver, you have a very small 28-day window in which to nominate the person. If that nomination is accepted by the enforcement agencies, the fine will be cancelled and reissued in the name of the person that you have nominated. That's a very important first step to take within a short uh, period of time after initially receiving the fine. Mr Howard also recommends acting on infringement notices promptly, regardless of whether you are paying a penalty in full, attempting to contest or correct an error, or if you need to discuss alternative resolution or payment options with the relevant government agency due to financial hardship. Ignoring a fine is not a good idea. Fines do not expire and they'll continue to be enforced indefinitely. The fine increases in size the longer it's left and the type of action that can be taken increases whilst the options decrease. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Settlement Guide, written and produced by Zoe Tomaidu and hosted by me, Claudiana Blanco. The Settlement Guide Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. sbs.com.au slash audio.